right, the moment has finally come. There's no thermometer. There's no way to like check it and put it back in. We got one shot. If it's still raw, it's ruined. After being in Cairo for two oh days, my God! and after being stopped by multiple police who asked us to delete our footage, I think it's time to leave. But I'm not leaving Egypt, oh no. We're jumping in a van, leaving Cairo, and driving to one of this country's most out of this world sites. Jeez. We've almost literally effing run over about five times now. When you're here, you need to watch your back and your friend's back. Today, I'm on a mission to buy and cook an entire camel. Are people eating this? Yes. It sounds straightforward, but more threats of police. At any moment, police could stop us. And literal threats from our own local producer make this day much more than I bargained for. In the end, I hope to experience one of Egypt's most unique delicacies. Has he cooked this before? Never. Oh. miles northwest of Cairo, about a one-hour drive will bring you to a small village just on the edge of the Delta's cultivated land. Burgash, home of Egypt's most grand camel market. Fridays are the best days, full of action, camels proudly displayed, and plenty of commerce. And all that ends by 11 a.m., so we better hurry up. Before arriving, our local producer tells us to proceed with caution so as to not create suspicion among the local police. A quick word about our local producer. His name is Ahmed Sadiq. He was hired solely for the purpose of preparing and executing our Egypt production. In all my years of hiring producers and doing this show, I've never come across someone who's more incompetent. He's conniving and paranoid. So, when he says we have to be careful for police, I have no choice but to be paranoid too. Alright, we are heading into the camel market right now. There are camels everywhere. We're trying to keep a low profile. So, we have our phones, we have our mic, we're gonna head in. No idea what's gonna happen. Another point. Let's go. Men smoke shisha, some drink tea, and some are taking a break after a day of brokering undulates. This is a rare moment of peace in a place that's made up of pure chaos. I suggest leaving your kids at home for this one, Burgosh Camel Market. If you don't keep your head on a swivel, you will get trampled. Cash has been trading hands for camels for over 700 years on this very ground. Generation after generation, families all the way from Sudan, Ethiopia, and Somalia brought their best in show here.
vintage right now. We're in the camel market. I feel like I've traveled back in time about 100 years, maybe 1,000 years. It is wild here. It's pure chaos. There's loads of camels, people. They're shuffling them around. Sometimes they're beating them with sticks to get them to move. It's nothing like I've ever seen before. Our ultimate mission here is to go buy a camel. So we're headed to a vendor right now who is going to provide us with a camel. We're going to negotiate. I've heard the price is something like $1,500. So we're going to go. We're going to try to get a camel and then see how much of the market we can explore before we absolutely have to get out of here. Now you guys know what's going on. Let's go. My mama told me I should be where I'll tell you a story about me and people who take you so innocent girls don't mean to scare you but be careful maybe think twice before you walk alone call somebody to take you home look over your shoulder and let go that way this world might Take you to a bad, bad place. Hey. Oh, man, what do you got there? Come on. Oh, okay. Nice to meet you. In spite of the pandemonium, no authority figures seem to really care that we're here. I was the steady camel. Maybe Ahmed camel. was paranoid. You want camel? Or maybe we're just lucky. No. So far, it's not working out. Camels are grouped according to who they belong to. The guy who looks like he owns them probably does. There are about 2,000 camels brought and sold here every week. They're marked with Arabic words, so the Gucci camels don't get mixed up with the Carhartts. Traded for cash or other livestock. These desert dwellers will be used for farming, riding, and for food. Are people eating this? Yes. You eat the big one? Yes. Eat really? the young also. How much is this? 30,000. So, two to three thousand dollars for an entire camel. Past camel here, 60,000 pounds. Wow. To demonstrate the health of their camels, merchants cut them loose. Whoa. Watch the result? Spontaneous stampedes by creatures that can weigh over 900 pounds. Following close behind in hot pursuit, the merchant with their whacking stick attempting to subdue the animal once more. All right, so this is what you see all over this place. There's camels run around freely, and then there's people trying to corral them. By beating them with a stick, they grab them by the lip, and then when they have them kind of subdued, they're able to pull the leg back, tie it up, and then that restricts their movement enough so that they don't run away everywhere. So that's why this place is chaotic. Now that I know the lay of the land, it's time to do some shopping of my own. It takes years of experience to know which camels are worthy of your investment. Skilled buyers focus on their feet, teeth, eyes, skin, and hair color. If you're as naive as me, oh, there's some real young ones back here. You leave it up to your local producer Hello? to negotiate. And when he comes back with a price tag of $1,400, you just hope you're not being ripped off. We have to buy one of these camels. I'm told that this is the one. You're just a year or two old. To be fair, I didn't choose a camel. It was chosen for me, relatively. Pretty soon, we're gonna load it up. We're gonna put it in the back of a truck. Well, I have no idea how this works. All right, that's how you do camel shopping in Egypt. Uh, first for me, it's a lot different than Whole Foods. I'll tell you that. Like the pyramids, camels are a point of pride. Though that's not always clearly demonstrated, the handlers even show a little respect for the sacred animal. Reciting Bismillah before shoving their full weight into the hapless creature. 
wish this was the end of my transaction, but instead, it's the start of a new problem. Ahmed, our local producer, has failed to properly negotiate with the locals. Now, he's quite literally being chased down. Liz, do you know what's going on? He's running away from people. Everyone's asking for money. Now that we're ready to go, some folks don't want us to leave until they get a little something for themselves. So right now, we have our camel, we're trying to leave. They won't let us leave. They're chasing down our local producer. Everybody wants money, everyone wants to get paid. That's how it is everywhere. It's all smiles in the beginning until you leave. There's always something else. Ahmed circles to the back of the truck, where cameraman Kai and I are already rolling. In his flustered state, Ahmed turns his attention from the crowd to the camera, then to me. Yes. Understand. If you couldn't hear that clearly, after walking into my shot, Ahmed warns me that if he appears on camera, there will be a price to pay, and that he doesn't mean a financial price. Very nice. When you're in a new, chaotic, and near lawless country, generally it'd be the local producer's job to create a sense of security. If you lose that too, then you're on your own. This is not how a production is supposed to go. All I care about now is getting my team out of this market in one piece. We have our camel now. This is a narrow escape. This is the camel market of Egypt. A once in a lifetime experience. And once in a lifetime, because I will never come back here again. Holy cow. No, 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 no. All right, even this guy, this guy right now, he's asking for money. He's asking for money from me. This is kind of how it works here. It always starts with smiles and it ends with a handout, sometimes chasing, sometimes a little bit of intimidation. We have the camel. It is definitely time to leave. Campbell is on the way to its final destination. That's about four hours away. We're in the van, we're going there too. In the meantime, we stopped here at a camel restaurant. It's a restaurant and a butchery. Let's take a look at what's going on here. First of all, all this, camel parts. If you look inside here, there's liver, meat, it's part of the trachea or a heart. Beyond that, when you come here, can anybody guess what this is? Oh, I like it, they're gonna unwrap it. I hope they don't think I'm gonna buy it. I, I just bought a whole camel for a lot of money. Wow, this is a whole camel leg right here. And a tail, Ugh. so I'm gonna guess it's a back leg. So this is the raw meat. I'm gonna see if they can cook something up, something like camel liver. Camel liver is a pretty common breakfast and treat in this area, so I'm gonna see if I can get that. The camel liver is sliced into bite-sized chunks. Then it's stir-fried with olive oil chopped green chilies and tomato, then seasoned with a seven spice blend, including pepper, cumin, and cardamom. This is great, it looks incredible. Here is a bread, this is what you eat it with. I've had camel, but I've never had camel liver. Cut it nice and thin, and it looks quite tender. I'm gonna try it just plain to begin with. Wow, delicious. The seasonings they put on there, it's super savory, a little bit spicy, there's some chilies in here. What stands out most to me is the texture. The texture of liver can usually be kind of like almost mushy. It can like make your mouth dry while you're eating it, but here it's really snappy. So I'm gonna break some of the bread off. I'm gonna grab some pieces and that looks real nice. Really unique texture. This is fascinating because you know, a camel, they can go months without drinking water. I mean, I do believe the liver is part of that as well as their hump, they've got nice humps. 
Egypt is predominantly desert. Seriously, like 96%. Most of it looks like this. Infertile, sandy, dry. Not surprisingly, all the life in Egypt, human and otherwise, springs up near water, especially around the Nile River. But dotted throughout the land, you can find these. Welcome to the Oasis, a fertile spot within a vast wasteland. 250 miles from Cairo, we hit Baharia Oasis, home to about 27,000. We have traveled four to five hours outside of Cairo. Right now, we're in the middle of the desert and it is freezing. But these steps must go on, we must proceed. The next steps, we've come to a small community. The plan is to prepare the camel tonight, marinate it, let it sit, and then tomorrow it's gonna to be cooked and many people from the community will enjoy it together. But the first step is to slaughter it. Wahati people, an Arabic word that means the people of the oasis. Here, the majority are Muslim. That means the slaughter must be carried out in the appropriate ritual manner. The animal must be alive, healthy, and well-fed until the time comes. After invoking the name of God, there's one quick cut, and then we wait. This platform you're watching now censors videos based on Western norms only. But around the world, a site like this is not shocking nor sensational. It's a part of life that, at least in this culture, no one is too young to witness. What we're in the presence of here right now is real men, and they are making quick work of this camel. It is freezing out here. You can see my breath. See what I'm saying? After slaughtering it, they skin it, they hang it up, and they kind of debone it. They go joint by joint. They're getting all the muscle off in as big of pieces as possible, and they're putting that in these buckets over here to the side, and then that is what's gonna be cooked tomorrow. Right now it is 8.18. I'll say it's 10 p.m. so people think I'm tough too. Right now it's 10 p.m. very late, but it's worth it. We're gonna stay up late to make sure this gets done properly. Marinated with olive oil, cumin, coriander, garlic, cayenne, salt, and pepper. Soon this camel meat will be made into mandi, an ancient style of underground cooking prepared by the Bedouins, a nomadic desert people who span across many countries. Day two, with our camel prepared and ready to cook, we're heading out of the oasis and 110 miles southwest into the white desert. Far from civilization, far from modern conveniences, but also far from modern inconveniences, like the Egyptian police. Here, just beyond these mountains, we're headed to a place where we're gonna be cooking all that camel from yesterday here in the desert. So, I'm excited. It's gonna be a good day. We have a lot of food and a lot to see. Let's get going. Arriving to our tented desert camp, instead of meeting Bedouin people, we're introduced to local tour guides, who, we abruptly find out, have never taken on a cooking challenge like this before. Now, we'll see local tour guides who have never cooked anything more than chicken attempt to cook an entire camel. This is going to be interesting. 
Mandi is a barbecue-style meal very popular in the Arab world. In Mandi, the meat must be arranged on a rack and slow-cooked underground. Here's how they do it. They've already dug two holes and buried steel barrels in the ground. Load those holes with fiery wood until they burn down to embers. He has all the meat from last night. It's been marinating, and he's putting it on this grill, this apparatus that's going to soon descend into a barrel and get cooked from below with a bunch of cinders. Cinders? Embers? You know what I mean. The way they slaughtered the camel is really quite unique because they've almost like just deboned it and taken off the biggest chunks of meat possible. So it's not like little bitty sirloins or steaks. Like these are big chunks of meat going on here. All right, this is a big moment we've been waiting for. The gentlemen have all the meat stacked up here. This has got to be something like 40 pounds, 45 pounds of meat, just huge camel chunks, and we're bringing it to a barrel. This is the most important part. It's gonna go descend into the pit. These arms are gonna catch the sides, so it's not touching the fire. All the meat will essentially cook and steam inside. Okay, the blanket goes on, trapping in even more of the heat, and it's almost like they're gonna seal it around the edges using the water. So now they take the sand, they bury it, they go around the periphery. In the end, the goal here is to make it really sealed in there. We want the heat to stay in there long enough for all that meat to cook through. It's a lot of meat. It's something like 40, 45 pounds of meat that's gonna have to cook before they remove it in a couple of hours. While the main course cooks, other dishes are being prepared. Rice, Egyptian bread, salad, stewed vegetables, and braised camel heart. Oh yes, take a look at that. Big, beautiful chunks of camel heart just bubbling away. In the pressure cooker, camel hearts have to be huge. Camels are so tall, they have to pump blood all the way to the top of their freaking head, which is also very tall. I'm gonna try it right now. Whoa, it's good, yeah. All the organs of the camel taste a little bit different. The heart tastes like liver. It's very livery. It has a beautiful texture, it's kind of softened up. It's just got that beautiful, dense meat. Oh, it's so satisfying. It's very nice. It's interesting because out here, as soon as you get in the shade, it's very cool. So it's not that hot. It's just that you get baked by the sun. So being under here, having some nice, warm, bubbling hot heart is quite satisfying. Love it. Back to the meat pits. Three hours has elapsed. All right, the moment has finally come. There's no thermometer. There's no way to like check it and put it back in. There's no way to pop open the oven door. Here, we just have to dig it up. We got one shot. If it's still raw, it's ruined. Under this sand is our dinner. Has this team pulled it off? Oh, you can see the steam billowing out from the hole. Will the meat be cooked through? All that remains is the lid to be popped off and we're gonna see the meat. We're about to find out. The meat looks completely different from before. You can see it's really cooked down from the heat. Oh yes, this looks incredible. The next move, put it on the platter. This was once the lid, and then now this is where the meat is gonna sit. Can I pull some off? <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah. The meat has become so soft. The fat is tender, juicy, and rendered down. Look at that, slow cooked, beautiful, steamed, smoky. You take some, you take some, I'll take some. Cheers. Oh man. That is awesome. All right, please, <laughs> continue if their, their backs are breaking. That is awesome. Fatty, tender, smoky, delicious, juicy camel meat straight out of a freaking hole in the Sahara Desert. It doesn't get better than that. Well done, my man. Wow. Gentlemen. Thank you so much for this opportunity. It's a pleasure to be here hanging out with you. You are welcome. Thank you, this is great. So first of all, the camel looks amazing. This is a 
incredible meal. We have all the camel here. How do we start? In Bahriya Oasis, first we can eat vegetable and salad, and after we can eat the rice with the meat. Oh, literally taking all of my willpower to not dig into the meat that's right in front of me. It's like a delicious coleslaw. Oh, so this is potatoes, some other vegetables in here. Oh, and there is some zucchini. It's steamed, it's got salt, it's got tomatoes to add a little bit of acid. It's really good. Which one you choose to eat from here? Oh, I can pick? Mm -hmm. Let's go with this one. Oh, no knife or anything. He's really ripping apart this meat. Just this one big chunk of meat is probably enough for all of us to eat. This is incredible. There's fatty bits, there's protein. All of it's getting mixed with the rice. That looks gorgeous. Try it out. Delicious. Incredible. <laughs> I've had camel before, but never like this. Man, the taste is so delightfully smoky, and there's some subtle spices. It's such a unique kind of meat. Would you compare camel to beef, to goat, to sheep? No, this is different. Different from everything. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It's hard to pinpoint it. The texture is kind of like beef, but it doesn't taste beefy. Oh. I'm amazed, like every bite is a little bit different. And I love that since they're cooking it in these huge chunks of meat, it really retains a lot of its moisture. I mean, this is like one whole big chunk of camel. I don't know which part this is. From here. The shoulder, really? Yeah. You know? So I think that's the key to this unique style of cooking is like keeping it all in one piece like this so that when you steam it for a long time inside, you've got something that looks incredibly juicy. Mmm. oh yeah. So you guys usually do chicken, you do smaller animals. Today you took on a whole <laughs> camel. That's outrageous, that's wild. I thought leaving Cairo would be the perfect way to put our problems behind us. In the end, I was introduced to a whole list of new ones. But I'll take local squabbles over police interactions any day. I'm thinking, as long as we're in Egypt, it's probably best to stay in the countryside far from police. Gentlemen, I want to say thank you again. Uh, shukran. This is a, a great experience for me. I can see why people want, like coming out here. I mean, places like Cairo, it's busy, it's loud, it's noisy, it's chaotic, and I like that too, but sometimes you need a break. And then here, it's completely peaceful. And there's something really interesting. Like when everyone's quiet, it's real silence. What was that? I'm nothing but trouble. Best Ever Food Review Show is a small team of independent creators, and everything we do here works because of you guys. Click the link in our description to join our Patreon and receive exclusive benefits. A peace. So there's a good chance they might run you over. It's almost happened twice. How you doing? You think you're doing a photo? And we kind of are. We're doing one photo. 60 times per second. Right now, the camel butchering is taking place just a few meters from here. Meters? What am I, Canadian? I meant feet. Welcome. Hey. Welcome. Thank you. No touch. One touch? No. One touch? <laughs> How much camels you want? I've got, <laughs> I've got many dozens of this camels. Is the bus. This is like a mobile food vendor. Sweet potatoes. Maybe they just roast them on top and it keeps it warm. Are there any inside? Can you open this? Open. Oh, uh, guys. I hate so far away. Yeah, buddy. How now, brown cow? Yeah. How now, brown cow? Yeah. <laughs> he just said, how now, brown cow? <laughs> Boom, that is the end of the video. Guys, this is the hardest series we've ever made. So I hope you're enjoying it. I hope it's all worth it. This was a great day because we were out in the desert, away from everything, and it felt nice. Tomorrow, we're getting back into it with more. What's going to come next? I have no idea. You're going to have to watch to find out. That's it for this one. Thanks so much for watching. I will see you next time. A peace. Maybe I'll just walk home. I'm not in a hurry. 
I don't want to go back to the city. Oh man, 